Like we always say comparison is the thief of joy. Discontentment is the thief of joy. We need to be focused less on the comparing and more on where our heart is. Hey guys, I'm Haley and I'm Heidi and today we're back with episode four of The Devil is a Liar. Yeah, today we just want to talk about how comparison is a thief of joy, but it also isn't and really at the bottom of our heart, it's something else. So let's get into it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, Hi, always you always say, no, you always just repeat it. So I was waiting for it. That's our, I always you say, always say welcome back. Mm-hmm. I'll do it again. Okay. You echo me. Welcome All right. back. All right, guys, we're happy to be back on. We had a lovely sickness for a few weeks, so that was kind of it not affected good. our voices. It did. It did affect These our beautiful voices. voices that you can't tell apart right and now. Should I'm, we do an introduction? Yeah, I'm uh, Heidi. I'm Heidi. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Haley. Okay, I'll say it normal. I'm Haley. I'm Heidi. Maybe you can tell us apart right now. And you might not throughout the episode, but that's okay. That will be okay. And yeah, so we were sick and then Thanksgiving came around, which is a great holiday. Everybody wants to skip over because of Christmas because everyone just wants Christmas to come. But Christmas is now here. So you you are free to listen to Christmas music now. Hot take. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. We're going to do an episode. We're going to do a poll. Who listens to Christmas music before Thanksgiving? And before Halloween. And I'm not going to be afraid to offend those who do. It's wrong. It's, it's wrong. wrong. It's a sin. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's not a sin. I'm Don't joking. worry. You can do it if you really want to, but we do not approve. What is it? What is the... Uh, I, yeah. Don't what? approve. I, I was trying to like come up with like a slogan for it, but... Okay, never mind. We're rambling. Okay, guys. So the point we really are here to talk about is not to talk about Christmas music because... You know, that's up to your own discretion. We are here to talk about comparison. Yay. And really just how... What it is. What it is and just how much it affects us. Like, it's crazy. And so I really think since we're still in uh, the devil is a liar season, this is definitely a lie. Like, comparison stems from a lie from the devil. And I, I believe that a lie is believing that, like... I'd be happy if this happened or this happened or if, if, if I was only more like I had them. this, if I was more like them. Yeah. It's like if I looked like that, if I had that possession. Yeah. If just you go down a rabbit hole. My voice sounded just like yours just now. That was weird. But if you believe those lies, like that lie is where that stems from, that if I would just be happy if I had these things or yeah. if I looked like this person, if it's always like an if behind it instead of just resting in the truth of that. Mm-hmm. And we can get into the truth in a little bit, but I just wanted to let you know what I believe that lie, the lie is. is. And then that, when you believe that lie, you begin to compare. And comparison is, I, I believe our whole world is living constantly comparing. Like, you can't escape that. Yeah. And you really compare everything in your life. And it seems as people just stop, like, when people say, just stop comparing yourself, I don't, I really don't believe that's possible. Like, I don't think you can just stop comparing yourself to You're others. always going to be comparing something. Yeah. I mean, we grew up comparing ourselves to each other. Yeah. Well, me and you have a, a different case than a lot of people. As twins, we are, especially to everybody around us, not to ourselves and to people that really know us, we're identical. So we're, we do the same things. We've, we've always had the same friends. So it's always like, we dress what the is, same. What is the difference between us? And people might say, oh, this one's more stylish or this one's more... Just put it, fill in the blank. Oh my gosh, we so, always had something growing up. So growing up, it was, or like, which one's the mean twin? Which one's the nice twin? Which one's the... Who's more competitive? Who's better at this sport? Yeah, so it was always like a thing, especially with us, was who can excel better in this? Or you're just constantly comparing yourself to each other because you're exactly the same to a lot of people, but they pick out what they want to pick out, I guess. Yeah, I think 
it's really easy to get like lost in that too. I remember and like growing up when we were younger, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's how people to- told us apart. Like she was, Haley had this or Haley was different from me in this way. It's like you can't help but compare because it's almost their way of distinguishing people. And I yeah. believe that with everyone that comparison's not always a bad thing because it's not just, an, it doesn't just have to be a negative thing. Like if I were to say, okay, Haley's better at videography than me, that's the truth. That's what is real. Yeah. And if I were to say, oh no, she's not better at me. like, Or if someone, one of my friends were to say, oh, you're just as good as her at that. They'd be lying straight to my face, first of all. Second of all, they wouldn't be helping me in any way. They'd just be encouraging me to believe something that wasn't true. Yeah. And just for the sake of my own insecurity of not being good at that thing. Side note, I'm not insecure that I'm not as good as Haley at video. She is really good at it. And I really don't want to be good at videoing. But I'm just saying, like, if that were something I believed... It'd be a lie for somebody to tell you you were just Just for good. the sake of my own insecurity. I, I think a lot of times, though, it's we block out what's real because we don't want to live in insecurity. And I don't think that's wise just for the sake of that. And I think we sh- definitely should pay attention to what we're comparing we don't need to avoid comparison altogether because I think it's it's something that can be really beneficial, not well, just a harmful thing. Yeah, there is a right and wrong comparison. Like right. there's a way you can, like let's say Heidi recently has been closer to the Lord, or I can tell like she's been really just like she's been reading her Bible, she's been praying a lot. Like I can tell she's like thriving in her relationship. And let's just say I wasn't, and I looked to her and be like, oh, like I can tell like she is close to the Lord, like she's walking with him. And I that, that's a comparison. That's me saying like, oh, she's doing that. But it's not a bad comparison. I mean, that, that that could be encouraging for me to be like, okay, maybe I can ask her, like, what is she doing to help grow her time with the Lord or like help in that area? Like that could be an encouraging thing. Like that's right. not a bad thing. And like something to inspire you, not yeah. just to like, what? what's the word? What? Not inspire, the opposite of inspire, demotivate. Sure. I don't know. Just I get, like, I get it, what it doesn't have to, to just like discour- discourage you. Discourage. Oh, this always happens to me on here. Um, well, I was in that sense, like for me personally, I know that I can, I'm a videographer, photographer, whatever you want to call it, or it's both, but I will look to other creatives work. Let's just use this as an example. And I will scroll Instagram or I'll scroll YouTube and I'll see this beautiful short film or I'll see this picture that I'm like, wow, like that's so beautiful. And I'll never be able to do that. And I'll be like, how will I ever get to that place? Like as long as, as when I'm in a good mindset when I'm doing these things, I'm like, oh, that's so inspiring. Like, I want to do something like that one day. But if I'm not in a good mindset comparing, I'm like, oh, great. I'll never be like that. And then right. I'll just give up. I'm right. like, okay, what's the point of doing this? I'll never even reach that point point yep. in my life. And it's, it's always the heart behind it. Yeah. And it's perspective. It's perspective. Because there's so much encouragement. Like, same for me as a writer. I think it's just, like, artists in general, any human, things you're good at, you might see other people in that same field or thing and be like, why the heck? I'll never be like that. Like, I'll never be able to get to that place. And that's that's like envy and pride. Mm-hmm. Your own pride saying like, oh, I'm not as good. But really, you're trying to say like, I just want to be as good as that to get that recognition and to get that those, those likes followers. and those comments yeah. and those followers. Like, those, that's not a good heart behind it because especially as believers, like we're called to something higher than that. And like, we're called to bring glory to God, not ourselves. And so it unveils a selfishness inside of us that like, I don't know, we're not meant to bring glory to ourselves and I think sometimes that's what comparison is it's like how do I make myself look better and how do I make this this and this fit this mold of other people because their their life looks so great and 
their job looks so great and their kids look so great. And you know what I'm saying? And that's us comparing a lot of the times. I mean, comparison comparison comes from social media these days because that's how we're connected to everyone's lives. Right. And you're comparing your real life with somebody's fake, not fake, but but plastic life or mm-hmm. or digital life it's and a life even my own life way. on instagram like i would say i'm a very real person and i'm not i'm not fake but my life still looks way better on my instagram oh page my than it does that's yeah. the highlights of my life that i'm posting and even when i'm posting something that's more deep or it's like truth it's still you make it look it, you make it look aesthetic. good yeah you build everything it fits and so i don't know it's just i, I think just, whenever yeah. we look so much to like the ne- we have like a negative heart behind it, like a pride and pride and bitterness and anger and all those things are like kind of coming up to the brim of our heart. I'm trying to say, like when it starts to boil inside of us, you're missing all that you could gain from comparison. Because Com- comparison in and of itself is not a bad thing. I truly don't believe that it is. I believe that when we are living discontent with comparison, is the moment we begin to go down that rabbit trail of spiraling and saying, if only I had this, if only I had this. Just going back to like what I was saying about like being creative, how the pers- your perspective will change how you look at things. Like I can compare my work to a professional photographer and be like, oh, I'll never get there. So it's not going to make me want to strive to get better at this. That's a the wrong perspective to have because that's being discontent with who I am as a creative. Yeah. And it's... Where, and, go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Whereas like... If I was to look at it and be like, oh, okay, like that's inspiring. That makes me want to grow. That's a good perspective to have because that's building me up to be who I am. It's not making me change who I am as a creative, but it's building, inspiring me to be. I'm sorry I'm using the creative um, no, that's what it is. inspiration so much, but yeah. Anyway. I think our joy is so often stolen because comparison, most of the time in our lives, it stems from our own insecurities. And those insecurities are that you're not enough, your life isn't good enough or cool enough or your relationships aren't enough or the way you parent isn't enough or the way your your career or your grades or anything like that. It's not enough for you. And it's this joy that you seem to be losing from comparison is really being lost because you're discontent. And I know I said that, but I think we need to wrap our heads around that, that comparison isn't just like we always say comparison is the thief of joy. Discontentment is the thief of joy. Amen. And I don't know, that's you have to really look and say, like, where is my heart? Like, what am I looking at right now? We need to be focused less on the comparing and more on where our heart is. That's good. Yeah. I don't I don't even think I've thought of that like truly as what's stealing my joy in those moments or what's stealing my whatever you want to call it. Well, it's, you're just believing sorry. You're good. Go. I just I feel like we're believing this lie that like once we have this or once we have that and like we'll be happy. We'll be happy. And that's just chasing and like that's what the devil wants us to believe. He wants us to believe all the if onlys because he always wants us to be chasing something. He wants you to believe that if your Instagram feed is consistent and is aesthetic, that you'll be it's cool. If, 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 if. if. Like, yeah. And the thing is, my, from my own life, I've seen that I used to say like, oh, if my relationship looked like this, then I would be more joyful and happy and yada, yada, yada. Or if my family was whatever, like, or if I have this career laid out in front of me, ready to go, then I'll be... Trust, I'll trust the Lord and I'll be peaceful. It's like all this if I I have it together. If it's, I can control that. Yeah, if I, can, if I can control that. And it's like then I'll be put together and I'll be happy. But it's like the satisfaction that we're never going to get from any of those things. And that's why the devil wants us to chase after those things. Because he knows if we're continuously running after the things of this world, we're going to be distracted from the only joy that is found in Christ alone. And I don't know. Like that's something... 
he uses lies and we've said this so many times to distract us to distract us to distract us Mm -hmm. and this lie just as much as the rest it's a distraction and it's because he wants us to believe if only of ourselves instead of just saying like okay if i would just trust the lord and i would be satisfied in him alone like that's where i'm going to find the most joy and we always hear of that saying where it says there's a a god-shaped hole in your heart or whatever and i think you can use that instance here like obviously if you're a believer you can still struggle with comparison and you can still struggle with not being satisfied in the Lord, but it truly is like when you, when you find your joy in him and when you find your joy in your, in your peace and everything from him, that's when you're going to feel satisfied. That's when you're going to be happy with what you have. And I think another reason we should, sometimes it's probably, I say the phone because that's what Haley said. Like it is the way we compare our lives nowadays. And I, I catch myself now I've learned whenever I'm in a more not so good place and I start scrolling like Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And I get like, caught up in this consumption of like everyone else's lives and seeing like how perfect this person's life is or it looks or it seems is I become even more bitter and even more upset about what's going on in my life because it just it doesn't help anything and I wrote this down I said when we compare to find joy and satisfaction is the very moment we're going to lose it because that's the one place like when we're going to look at other people and other things to bring us joy like when we're intentionally going look for it because we just need something to make us feel better or something to make our life seem a little less chaotic or anything like that, we're definitely not going to find it. It might, it might satisfy us for a quick second, but that bowl of whatever you've filled yourself up with, it's just going to leak through and like the cracks in the bottom are going to, it's going to all spill out. And it might be a slow, subtle fade or it might happen in two seconds. I don't know. Like nothing in life is going to satisfy you for very long. I think when we get so consumed at looking at others' lives and looking at what others have and use, comparing that in a bad way, we're missing out on like our own experiences and what we could be enjoying in the present moment. We're we're wasting it when we're not content with where we are. And God could be using you for your own. Just how I, I don't know why it was it was speaking to me Romans twelve four through six where it's talking about how we're all one in the body of Christ, but we all have we're all different members of the body and how we all have our own. And God has a plan for each of us. We have our own gifts and we have our own abilities and he uses us all differently. How when you are focusing on what everybody else is doing, you're not doing your job. Yeah. You're not, you're not focusing on your own goal and your own tasks. Like God has laid before you. And I think that's easy to get consumed with thinking about like, oh, that person does that though. Like they sing, I can't sing or they do that and I can't do that. And when you could really be focused on, okay, like what can I do? What, what does, what has God really gifted me with? Yeah. And I think it's like, what can I bring to the table that nobody else can bring because not, not for the sake of someone else envying you, but like everyone has something different to bring. And if you're so focused on some, what someone else is bringing, you're, you're going to attempt to bring the same thing, but it's not going to like work. Mm -hmm. It's like trying to fit a puzzle piece inside of a spot that is not your spot. Like that's just not where you belong. Not that you're not a part of it, but that's not where you, you don't, you don't fit there. Comparison is so tricky. Because it can be really good. It can be a really good thing. Like you can compare with the intent to grow. And that, and in that you can be encouraged and motivated towards change. Because if there's like how you said earlier about me, like if I'm growing with the Lord, if there's someone like a mentor in my life, then I'm like, I love the way they're pursuing the Lord. They are, this is a godly woman. And I want to be more like that. That's not a wrong thing. No. I think that's a really good thing. You need people in your life that are different than you and that are farther ahead in seasons of life than you and things like that. Because that's how we're pushed 
to become more like Christ. He uses the people around us to, and I don't know, we all bring something different so we can all help each other walk arm in arm and say like, look, what, what you don't have, I got. And what like I, I got have, your back. I got you. Like, yeah. it's like we can come alongside each other, but if we're all with the same gift and the same looks and the same talents and the same everything, we're not going to have a body. Like, I don't know. That's not going to work. Not body, like body of Christ. Like yeah. we're not going to have that. We're all going to just be sitting there not doing anything. Cause it's like a chain and it all works together. That's so true. That's so true. I just think the devil knows that when we compare, we begin to get divided. Amen. And if we're saying divided, we're not going to be able to do the things he's called us to. That's cause, cause when you're, when you're divided, it all roots from envy. Like it's coming yeah. from jealousy of somebody else's gift. So like, and that's why he says Proverbs fourteen thirty: a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. Yeah. Like I know the Proverbs can sound like um, fortune cookies sometimes, <laughs> but like I mean, it's true. Yeah. So that's so good. Like envy really is, it, that's, a, that's destroying us and comparisons destroying us. Not even comparison, discontentment. Discontentment and jealousy. I think what we need to get right in our hearts right now before we say like, stop comparing because comparison is a thief of joy. Don't just stop comparing, like get to the root of what's making, causing you to have all these problems with when you compare your life to someone else. And if it's because you follow a bunch of people that you don't even know and their life looks beautiful and healthy and great, then maybe it's time to unfollow them. If, if you can't get past that bitterness you're feeling and stuff, maybe it's time to kind of take a break from that until you can get your heart right. Or scrolling Pinterest and or you're like, Pinterest oh, they have the like, perfect clothes and yeah. they have the perfect wedding and the shoes and the no, 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 keep say whatever, because but... I think because if you do life with anyone, anyone who knows me as a friend and they follow me on Instagram, they know who I am in real life. They know who I am, but they follow me. So that way, when they're looking at my Instagram, they they know who I am in real life and on there. And they know like what my heart's intent is. But when you don't really know a person, sometimes that can be really hard to like be like, OK, why are you posting that? Yeah, like, exactly. Are you trying to brag or something like that? And sometimes like you we really need to know something before you just look at it. And that's why I think the whole the whole Instagram culture, a lot of people these days, even me, I do it, too. Like I follow people I've either met once or like I've never met and stuff. And that's and it is hard. Like when you follow people you don't know, like that's that's a hard thing because you don't know their hearts behind a lot of things. Like I know people that follow me that don't know me. Sometimes they're not going to or a lot of the time they're not going to know the heart because they don't know me. Right. Like, I don't know, the Instagram culture and Facebook culture of following people you don't know really is crazy to me. But yeah. And I mean, we all do. We it. all do it's it. just what I was trying to say is like get to the root of whatever it is causing you to have this discontentment. And I find myself a lot of times when I'm on social media, my friends all make fun of me because I take breaks from Instagram so often, like every other week. I'm always getting deleting app for like because, a day at least. Yeah. Like I have to take yeah. a pause because I get so consumed with it so quick. And like I get so consumed with like. Haley and Kyle will tell me they're like, we don't want you to have Instagram. Like, cause it just, it affects me. And that's something I'm admitting out loud because it, it's true. And it's not something I think I've like gotten over or gotten better at. I mean, I think I've gotten better at knowing when I need to take a break. And I think that's something you can do is learn to filter yourself and filter what you're consuming. Because if you're not consuming, if you're consuming that all the time, you're not consuming the real truth you need to be consuming. And I think if you're not consuming what the truth of Christ and like the truth of what he has for you and saying like, okay, because honestly, if we went and said, we compare our lives to so many people, what if we started comparing our life to Jesus? Amen. Like, I don't know. Like I was just thinking like we compare and say, I want that life. What if we started going to Jesus and the word and being like, I want to be like him. Mm-hmm. And like, just as much as we strive when we see this person with these new shoes and we're like, Ooh, I want those shoes. So I look like them and be cool. Be like, Ooh, I want this faith that Jesus, I mean, 
like oh. the way he like prayed and the way he lived his life and served. I want to be like that. Well, I want to love others like Jesus. Like, yeah. Like what if we gave that same effort we give to so many other things that we want to look like to looking like Jesus? Amen. That's good, Heidi. Thank good you. point. Thank you. Didn't even know you were going to come out with that. I didn't either. That's cool. I think, I don't know. There's so much, there's so much energy we put into things that do not matter. And comparison is one of those things. I think a note I had, I don't know if this is kind of unrelated to that, but it's comparison. So me and I are talking about how comparison can be used in a way where it makes you feel really bad about yourself or it can be used in a way to make you feel really good about yourself. So it's not just comparison where it's like, oh, I'm scrolling Instagram and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, those person. That person's way prettier than I am or that person has whatever. And it can, that can make you feel worse about yourself. But you can also use comparison to make yourself feel a lot better than others. You can judge others in a bad way and be like, oh, good thing I have my life together. They obviously don't or something like that. And I think we need to be wary of that as well. And not just in a way that makes us feel bad about ourselves, like in a way that when we're trying to use comparison to make um, ourselves feel better. Yeah. Either one is uh, it's sin. Like in the end, it is comparison. It definitely can become walking the line of things you shouldn't be like in your head even and you don't even have to say it out loud when you things you do in your heart like saying your heart and think aren't just as bad as things you might do or act or you know and I don't know we just have to be on guard against that which is I want to read a verse from Luke twelve fifteen. it says it's Jesus talking and he said to them take care and be on your guard against all covet covetousness is that how you said that word I don't know. Okay. <laughs> For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And I know that saying like possession to money, a lot of times in the scriptures, it talks about that. Like you're not gonna be satisfied with that sort of thing. But basically saying like for one's life doesn't consist of the things of this world and the things of that, like that's not what matters. And that's what Jesus was saying. Like be on your guard against that. Be on your guard against coveting things that aren't worthwhile and aren't yours to have be on guard against that. And that's what I would tell you when you're, if you're listening to this, like just be on guard against this comparison that so easily ensnares us and so easily captures our minds to the point of like, we don't want anything else, but to be someone else or to be, have this other life, just be on guard against that. Because I, I know that it's easy to get sucked into comparison, especially when you might have a sucky situation going on. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good word to use, but it's it's easy to be like oh dang it like I'm going through such a hard time right now like I wish I could be enjoying my life like they are and yeah. you have to know that everybody is going through things that you can't see most of the time and right. a lot of people aren't blasting it on Instagram when they're nobody I know really does that they're not showing telling all their friends or on social media that they're struggling with something or something like that like a lot of people don't do that so you have to just realize that like base yourself in reality and in truth not in what you see online yeah and I've heard I've heard this before said that you all someone always has it worse than you yeah like that's so true like your life as much as you think it's hard and I'm not minimizing someone's life right now I'm saying in a way to to make us not live so just for ourselves and like that selfishness that we feel like that's what this all stems from a selfishness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think be aware that people's lives are people have lives harder than you. Like even if your life seems really hard, you're someone has it worse than you. And I think that can lead us to a place of humility and um, caring for other people to be on the lookout for that. How can I help someone who might have it worse than me? And if we're living that way, like with humility and openness to serve others, it might not distract us from distraction, but like it will lead us. We don't have as much room in our head to be able to like, 
ponder comparison and things like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? No, that's that's really good advice because I feel like that definitely can help you. When you put your eyes on somebody else besides you, in not a bad way, not like a comparison way, but if you put, like how you said, there's somebody that has it worse than you, if you look to that, it's not going to... You won't be so consumed with stuff that you have enough time to think about. Exactly. Yes. You made that very clear than I was trying to say. No, you sounded good. um, But yeah, I think that's what, and that's what another verse I wrote down was Matthew 6, 33 that says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Like seek first him, seek first his kingdom, seek the ways we can build up his kingdom. Because I think when we do that and we seek him first, all the other stuff is going to just not be as important. How I was saying, like, what if we live lives that were to mimic the Lord? Not mimic is not the word I was looking for, but like all the example replicate. Of the Lord. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I think when we're seeking him first, everything pri- else will follow. Yes. Our priorities will be in the right place. And we will realize that when we want the things of the Lord, his ways, like I always say, like, break my heart for what breaks yours, Lord. When I pray, I say that a lot because when we start to pray and to live for him, his ways are going to be put on our heart and like his, his. Yes, exactly. His. I've been, that's been repeating in my head for the past like week. Is yeah. that, is that verse you just read? And that wasn't even, I didn't even think about that at all today Really, like, when I'm preparing for this, but that's so cool because the Lord really has been impressing that on my heart to seek, like even talking about just his will and stuff, I know this for a whole different podcast, yeah. but that's just, that's cool. I don't know. That's awesome. Get your eyes off yourself and place them on where they should be on the Lord because I'm challenging myself to do this too. Yeah, we're not because just... this is so important and it's so easy to get caught up. But I challenge y'all all to go out this week to be on guard and to seek the kingdom first. Let those two, two things flow. And also, one more thing: live with thankfulness. I wrote a blog a long time ago, and something I'll like never forget because it stuck with so many people. Gratitude is stronger than any bitterness that wants to weigh you down. Anything in your life that wants to just hold you captive when we're thankful to the Lord and to others for things that we have and for the life we're living, even when our circumstances might not be ideal, it's going to, it's going to propel us and impel us, not impel, um, compel, compel. How do I always do that? I always find the word you need. It's going to compel us to live more joyfully and to not be so consumed with what we don't have, but rather what we do have. I agree. I, this past summer, I, every night I would, I thought Heidi, this is little, I would write three things I was grateful for, for the day, every night. And I came back home, I stopped doing it. (laughs) And I've noticed a significant change in my like gratitude life and like my perspective, like negativity. Like I've, I said, that's so weird. Negativity. Negativity. Um, I've like, I really have noticed a difference in it, like in my perspective on life. And I feel like if I could go back to at least writing one thing, I'm grateful for, for a day. And me and Haley are saying all these things, not me and Haley might be some of the most negative people I've known. We're very negative. Like it's our, it's our weakness. I'm going to say it because I don't want you to think we're coming on here and saying, be grateful because we're always grateful and we got it figured out. We're saying this because we've known, we've seen how thankfulness and being content has changed us. And not because we do it perfectly every day, but when we do walk in that, we see the difference. There's definitely a difference. And so we're just encouraging you if if negativity is something you struggle with and, or being content is something you struggle with, it's like not impossible. And like just be in prayer that God would just be changing your heart to want the things of him and not the things of yourself. And he really will listen and he'll hear you and be with you in that. And so we just encourage y'all to do the same, to just walk in contentment and to realize whenever you start to compare that there's more than just 
what you're seeing on the surface. Live content, live joyful. And you can be content if you have the Lord living inside of you. Yeah. Godliness with contentment is great gain. What is that from? First Timothy. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Paul said that. Nice. Not my own words. Anyway, guys, we are so grateful to be back. Um, I think we got one more episode of this season next Ooh, week. It's going to be good. I'm so excited know, to share it with y'all. It's going to be probably our favorite episode from this season. I think it's going to be the heaviest we talk about, but it's going to be the best. So and good. I think it's going to be the most relatable. So and we, so you definitely have to come back, share with your friends, let them know. We got one more of this season and I think it's going to be great. And then we got some good things coming next for the new year. For the new year. So don't leave us hanging. We'll be back we're, with we're more. Try- this is called Hanging with Haley and Heidi. Was there a pun intended there? I didn't even mean to. Don't leave <laughs> us hanging. Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> Come good. hang with us. I love that. But we really do want to... Um we want to be more intentional with this podcast and we know it's easy to forget about it probably if you if you've only like a one-time listener because we're not super good about advertising for it but we also we're here for y'all and if you need anything just you know we're going to be trying to be more intentional about yeah. this so. and yeah we're definitely this is not something we take lightly we are in prayer about it more than you know and really just wanting to for God to speak through us not just yeah. come on here and blabber for 30 minutes 30 minutes I don't know how long this one is But we do hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope to see you next week for the last one of this season, The Devil is a Liar. And thank you for listening as always. Thank you guys. We really appreciate every single one of you. Every single one. All right, guys. We love you all. Have a good day. Bye.